Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your It's Friday. <laughs> you are way too excited about that. I am excited about Friday. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta because love this the is the last recording we have to do for the week? Or? Get to spend some time with the family. Sunday's coming, right? And it's going to be a wonderful time to worship at Livingston and get to meet some new folks, right? Absolutely. Hope In so. In fact, um, this will be the first every Sunday Friday of April. Friday is a good Friday. You know, actually, this Sunday. <laughs> this some actually, folks actually believe this is good this Friday. This is good Friday. And this Sunday is actually <laughs> what most people in America call Easter. That's exactly right, and it is going to be a great time of worship, and I think a very encouraging sermon that day. I'll be preaching on Sunday, Lord willing. Every Friday's Good Friday on Text Talk because every Sunday's Easter at the Livingston Church. But yeah. I guess this one really is for and, everyone. And this one is doubly so. And if you're thinking about being with a congregation this Sunday, we'd love for you to come out and be with us. Oh, yeah. If you're in the Tampa area, you need to come by. This is the Sunday. This is the day. Yeah. Andrew's going to be preaching a lesson, mm-hmm. uh, unless he gets COVID between now and then, and then <laughs> then I'll be on there, but this we're going to try not to jinx you. This guy? <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's jump into Psalm 31. It's our last day for Psalm 31. I want to talk about praying psalms. All right. And, and I'm not talking about psalms at, that are prayers, because most of them are. I'm talking about us praying the psalms. You cool with that? All right. I'm going to read from the NIV. I guess I need to get to the right page. And the editors of at least this particular version of the NIV don't give it a heading. We've been talking about that with each of them yeah, today. Yeah, they so, all have so different so maybe, headings. Maybe we should give it our own heading. What, what do you think we should put on there? A really long <laughs> psalm to read by David. <laughs> Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. Since you are my rock and my fortress, for the sake of your name, lead and guide me. Free me from the trap that is set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Redeem me, O Lord, the God of truth. I hate those who cling to worthless idols. I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your love, for you saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul. You have not handed me over to the enemy, but have set my feet in a spacious place. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes grow weak with sorrow, my soul and my body with grief. My life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction and my bones grow weak. Because of all my enemies, I am the utter contempt of my neighbors. I am a dread to my friends. Those who see me on the street flee from me. I am forgotten by them as though I were dead. I have become like broken pottery. For I hear the slander of many. There is terror on every side. They conspire against me and plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from my enemies and from those who pursue me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your unfailing love. Let me not be put to shame, O Lord, for I have cried out to you. But let the wicked be put to shame and lie silent in the grave. Let their lying lips be silenced, for with pride and contempt they speak arrogantly against the righteous. 
How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you bestow in the sight of men on those who take refuge in you. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them from the intrigues of men. In your dwelling, you keep them safe from accusing tongues. Praise be to the Lord, for he showed his wonderful love to me when I was in a besieged city. In my alarm, I said, I am cut off from your sight. Yet you heard my cry for mercy when I called to you for help. Love the Lord, all his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but the proud he pays back in full. Be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. All you who hope in the Lord. Be strong and courageous. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, actually even seeing that kind of phrase gets me to the point I'm wanting to discuss with you today. All right. Here's a phrase. Strong and courageous, which we realize, of course, is uh, we, we said this phrase earlier in the week and kind of push back against it. But the idea of a stock phrase, be strong and courageous because of Moses saying it to Joshua and Joshua oh, yes. saying it to the people yes. and the Lord saying it to Joshua, yes. be strong and courageous, became, for lack of a better term, a stock phrase, a phrase that you could call on at any time when that when that was the message that was needed. You didn't have to come up with a new way to say, be strong and courageous. Okay. You know, that's the way. You know how all of the Spider-Man franchises have to try to figure out a new way to say, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, they allude Inst- to it. Instead of just saying, look, here's the stock phrase. We all yeah. know it's the phrase, with great power comes great responsibility. We got to try to find a new way to say it. No, look, sometimes there's just the right way to say it. Just just, just say, say it. it. Be strong and courageous. Mm-hmm. Be strong and take courage. It's it's the phrase to say. And so when you need to embolden someone, right. you got you know what to say. In the Lord, embolden them in the Lord, embolden them in the way of the Lord. Be you strong know. and courageous. One of the beautiful blessings of the Psalms is the education we receive given a vocabulary yes. for praise for prayer, even a vocabulary of encouragement, as you've just pointed out, be strong and courageous. I mean, we're, we're shown to say that and how to say that over and over again. And I think it's so helpful. That's one of the things I'm wanting to get at is that when it comes to prayer, a lot of times we struggle with what should I say? We absolutely do. And I think about new Christians. I mean, that's always like one of the top five things they want to talk about. How do I pray? How do I start this? How do I do this? Well, the Psalms are given to us as a mm, primer, as an education book, as a textbook on, look, here are inspired prayers. Here are prayers that God has placed his stamp on. Right. It, is, it is people who have laid their heart out to God, meditating upon the events that they've gone through, what they're thinking about it, how they want to bring it to God. And God said, however the inspiration and all of that work, God said, this is one that I want to immortalize. This is mm-hmm. one I want to be there so that when folks are trying to figure out how to bring this stuff to mm-hmm. me, they can know the kind of things they can say and the kind of things to say. Yeah, And I think we push back against that, but this Psalm, Psalm 31, is a great example of how that is not only authorized, but really expected. Put, I mean, what do you mean push back against that? What we push Oh, I've, I've heard people push back against the idea of quoting Scripture in prayer. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So yeah, you, don't quote, you don't quote Scripture in prayer, but well, God already knows Scripture. Don't say God's word to him. God knows what he said. God already God, knows, God knows what, what, he, what said. he said. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't need to I, say You know, God's I have word. heard that idea as well. And then the other one is just, you know, you don't need to say that because it needs to come from your heart. 
Mm. It needs to be what you thought of instead of you just quoting or reciting some other prayer that somebody else wrote. Here's the thing. There's such a difference between quoting and appropriating, mm. right? These are my words. I'm, I'm taking these words. Maybe this is said a little better than I could say it, but that's where I'm at. And so I, w- I want to use these words. When these words reflect what is in my heart, I can say them because they represent my heart. Yeah. And and here are people who saints, holy ones of God who have been where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And this is what they brought to God. Right. I'm going to bring it to God as well. Very good. And and so do we actually see some people doing that in the Bible? <laughs> well, we see that here in Psalm 31. Because okay. If, uh, no idea on some of these which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Did the psalm come before the quotes, or did these other statements come in Psalm 31 is using them? We don't know all the order, but verse 2— and, and probably some of that comes with how are you going to take this of David. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. If of David is David wrote it— well, then that, we can sometimes place it. Then yeah. you get a sense of, okay, th- this this psalm was used in just the way you and I are discussing. Yes. That when God's people in different situations, circumstances, they took these words and appropriated them. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. If, this, if we are certain that Davidic or of David means David wrote them, and I tend to believe it that way, though I... I do try to sound scholarly and act like I know it can be other things. However, it is a little simpler to just go with that one, which is what I do for usually. this lesson. <laughs> Incline your ear to <laughs> me, says talk. verse two. We find that also in Psalm 102 and verse two. Uh-huh. In verse nine of Psalm 31, my eye wastes away because of grief. We find the same thing back in Psalm six and verse seven. Save me in your steadfast love here in verse 16. We also find that in Psalm 6, 4, Psalm 54, 1, Psalm 106, 8, Psalm 109, 26. You want to talk about a stock phrase. When you start finding the same phrase in five or six psalms, you realize, here's a statement that we just use because this is how God's people pray. Maybe in a musical term, that's a hook. A hook, okay. (laughs) Instead of stock phrase, like, this is a good hook. Yeah. So now here's the interesting thing. Verse 22, I'm cut off from your sight. That's what Jonah used in his prayer in Jonah chapter 2 and verse 4. Let me not be put to shame, verse 17. That's in Jeremiah's prayer in Jeremiah 17 and verse 18. Now, I got to thinking about that one. Well, let me not be put to shame. That's a that's That just probably is a pretty standard phrase that someone who's feeling ashamed might say, well, that's the point. It's this standard mm-hmm. phrase. Mm-hmm. It's this thing that mm-hmm. we would say, and they did say it, and it was okay. A great concern of the psalmist. I feel like this... Issue about shame, it's come up before this song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A terror on every side in verse 13. Jeremiah definitely appropriated that when oh, he used yeah. it in 625. Chapter 20 and verse 3, chapter 20 and verse 10, chapter 46 and verse 5, chapter 49 and verse 29. And he also used it in Lamentations chapter 2 and verse 22. He felt what this psalmist felt, and he appropriated the words of this psalmist in his prayer. And if... And if all of that does not get the point across, well, of course, there's the great big granddaddy of all of the quotes, Mm -hmm. and that's Jesus himself on the the cross cross. quoting this. In Luke 23 and verse 46, Jesus appropriated the statement, into your hands I commit my spirit. Jesus is saying what David was going through in Psalm 31, that's where I am. What David was saying in Psalm 31, that's my that's what's in my heart. That's my message. That's my message to God. That's my message for the others to hear right now as they're at the foot of the cross. This is this is truly what I am bringing to God and I can say what that psalm is saying in this prayer. Jesus himself did it. 
maybe it's a, a a good corrective to an attitude here, but why make it harder? Why why look at the Psalms and say, well, here's 150 chapters I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something kind of like that, but not that. Yeah. It's so much easier to say, God has given this to me to provide the vocabulary, you know, to, to talk to, uh, which speaks to my heart and circumstances, fears, concerns, failures, as well as the blessings and the, the joys, victories, the, the yeah. victories. I mean, it, the it's praises. all right here. Let's lean into that. Let's receive that and use that and not say, well, I got to figure out some other way. In the Psalms, I can find language for confession. Mm. In the Psalms, I can find language for intercession. In the Psalms, I can find language for petition. In the Psalms, I can find language for praise, for supplication. I can find all of that. Uh, no, I'm not required to adopt a phrase from the Psalm for every prayer, yeah. but I can find that. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, we, we have a Bible class, Andrew, in the mm-hmm. Livingston congregation that you taught. Actually, I think we taught this particular one together, but it's, it's what we call just being a disciple. Yeah. It's one of our new mm-hmm. converts, new yep, members yep. to the congregation classes, and yeah. we, were, we were walking through our discipleship circles, and we got to the lesson about our assemblies and worship, mm-hmm. and you had written a question into that book about the singing in our assemblies. Mm. I don't know if you remember this event, but it has always stuck with me. You were teaching the particular lesson. It was your question in the chapter, and you basically asked something along the lines of, "What? why is the singing we do when we're together important to you? Mm. And one of our new Christians, she had been a Christian maybe six months at this time, and, and she's still with us today, four or five years later. I'm super excited that she is. I'm just so glad she's sticking with the Lord. But I remember her saying that what I really get out of the songs we sing together is it gives me the words to say when I need to praise God on my own. Mm. And I thought, wow, now this this sister gets it. She mm-hmm. understands. And it's that exact same thing. The Psalms give us that. So, so when we talk about praying Psalms, it doesn't have to be that I open up to Psalm seven and now I walk through the psalm. But as I read and study and learn the Psalms, I'm picking up the vocabulary. Yeah. I know this these are the things I can say to God. And it's okay to say it just just as they just did. Just like that. When that's where my heart is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what a it's a great teaching tool. I'm so glad God has given this to yeah, us. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's been a wonderful time looking at Psalm thirty one together this week. We hope that you've been encouraged in the word as well. Let us know what you're getting from the Psalm or any of your Bible readings. Send us an email, text talk at Christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at Christiansmeethere.org. Again, if you're in the Tampa area on Sunday, come out and be with us at Livingston. All the information you need is at our website, christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you've given us this day to study your word, to consider again, Father, the psalmist of David, to be able to make these connections and see the importance of language of your word and how it has been there to, to serve and to bless prophets like Jonah and Jeremiah how even Jesus upon the cross is quoting from this psalm. And and Lord, these words enrich our hearts and our lives today. We thank you for your grace and mercy in teaching us how to speak. And what a humble and, and awe-inspiring thing it is to be able to bring our prayers and petitions, confessions, thanksgiving, and praise to you through our high priest, Jesus Christ, and know that you're here. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.